0: Alright, my friends, welcome back to the Awaken Space podcast. My name's Chris, I'm your host, and we're going to be having a very fun episode today. I'm excited to get into it, but first, it is getting cold outside. <laughs> that is, of course, if you live on the, uh, the east coast of New Jersey, northeast. And um, I just, I, I feel like, I feel like we really didn't get September and I feel like October's almost over, so, like, I, I feel like we're kind of just in, like, a black hole, and it's, a <laughs> I mean, that would make sense for, you know, what's going on with the world right now. So, um, I think that the coming months and, you know, even a couple years are going to be very interesting, to say the very least. But aside from that, um, just to get a little bit into my own personal life, I don't know how much that like helps you like offering insight and stuff, but I kind of feel like it might shed some light in terms of, you know, guidance. I don't know. I, I just I like sharing my stuff because I feel like that exchange kind of like offers insight and everything. And I think that it's a cool way to approach things. Um, I could be wrong. I could, <laughs> I could be completely wrong. But um, I think that, like, sharing story really uh, influences people and helps people to, you know, kind of, like, ground and, like, sit with their own stuff. Uh, that's something that I've noticed. It's interesting now that I mentioned that because my journey as a creator has been interesting because, you know, it's not just this. It's not just YouTube. It's not just music. It's not just, uh, you know, visual art and stuff. It's... The whole process. I absolutely adore the process. I I love the insights that come with realizing different things and, you know, ultimately being able to share that with the world. It's really transformed my life. And it's like, I kid you not, I look at who I am today and sometimes I think to myself, well, when did that happen? You know? and like you know for some people they feel like it happens slow and that's okay you know there there's really no like i i think that the best way to approach this is looking at it from the standpoint of patience i am all about patience which is interesting because i did not grow up that way at all i grew up the opposite way around i was very much into instant gratification i needed everything right away and um I'm just I've taken a complete 180 I'm all about patience now and I understand you know from a standpoint of patience I understand that you know honest growth and change is not going to come overnight you know like whenever I talk to people and you know like they're asking for guidance with things you know and I offer guidance and you know I tell them about myself and everything you know they're like you know like how, how do I be more like that and, you know, I tell them the honest truth. For starters, I, don't, I, I wouldn't strive to be anybody else but yourself. And, of course, a greater version than that every single day. So it's not a competition against other people, but against yourself. And just, you know, having the intention of being better than you were yesterday every single day. You know, that's that's how it works. But honestly, this stuff does not come overnight. You know, it's a... Uh, it, it requires showing up every single day with an honest understanding that, you know, like, as long as you can outdo who you were yesterday, like, you're already winning, you know? Just understand that, continue to show up every single day, and be patient. Like, literally, like, the way that I like to think about change and understand it from the standpoint of, like, progression and, like, you know, like, like uh, length or duration is where you are right now whether you were conscious of it or not it took you x amount of years you know one year two years three years five years 10 years 20 years 30 years whatever it was you know maybe 50 or 60 years maybe you know you're you're a bit more up there in age and um i don't consider you old as a person to be honest i you know i i look at i look at 70s and 80 year olds and i think that they're young it's just it's just the way that I see it, and I think that it really all comes from a mindset aspect of it like I think that the second you convince yourself that you're old or that you know it's time to pack things up and move on, you're just doing yourself a disfavor because there is so much power in mindset and how we allow ourselves to see ourselves so for those that are looking for this this episode really isn't about like grow well no it kind- it kind of is actually it is we'll we'll get into it in a second, but If you can really just break things down for yourself and realize that it's taken you years on end to get to where you are right now, whether you like where you are right now or not, it's also going to take you time to make that change because, you know, there's that saying, first we create our habits and then our habits create us. And it's very real. I did not make up that quote. I wish I did because it's incredible. (laughs) I believe that was Jim Quick, by the way. I hear him say it all the time, so I... Or maybe maybe he didn't, maybe he just heard it from somewhere else. But anyway, I'm going to shout out whoever said that because it's an incredible quote and it's very true. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for honest, sincere, concrete, long-term change in your life, just understand that it requires showing up every single day. And it's interesting because I recently had a conversation, a wonderful conversation with a friend. Um, she and I were talking about how, like change occurs in one's life and what I thought was so fascinating about it is that I'm actually going to shout out Tom Bilieu on behalf of this one uh he is the host of Impact Theory he's the guy that um interviews a bunch of you know high profile people and everything uh Jim Quick has been on it Jay Shetty has been on it um and uh I believe Vishen Lakiani of um Valley has also been on it but um getting back to what I was saying before what's so fascinating like like now I'm 30 years old I've been through a lot of change in my life like a lot of change I've taken literally a 180 I'm a completely different person than I was years ago and what's so fascinating about this is that I believe that a lot of people look at you know change personal growth as you know and also you know spiritual growth spiritual development as something, you know, uh, something that's like like hard and it takes a long time. Now I know that I do say that it takes a long time to create honest and lasting change in one's own life. But what's interesting about all of this is that there is a way to potentially. I'm not. I'm not talking about a quick fix or anything. Like this stuff is hard. You're going to show up if you're going to change your life profoundly you're going to show up every single day and do the hard shit, you know, the grit, it's, it's real stuff. But what's interesting about this is that in the conversation I was having with my friend, I concluded to the fact that if you hold this idea for who you want to be in your mind through everything that you do in life, every single thing that you do in life, and you put that, you know, self-actualized version of yourself on a pedestal and understand what the elements of the personality are, how that person interacts with everyone, and you hold that idea so dear to your heart and you follow through with that in every action that you do, no matter how hard it is, because I guarantee you, considering, you know, the brain does not like change for starters and it takes that much to actually change, but, like, no matter how hard it is, like, if you actually shine that through into everything you will create lasting change that actually happens, um, you know, faster than slower. Like I said before, I'm not talking about a quick fix. I'm just talking about the fact that, like, it depends on how bad you want it, really. That's what it comes down to, and, like, how, like, ridiculous you're willing to get for it, and there's nothing wrong with being ridiculous. You know, I look at people these days, and I think to myself, and I'm not trying to judge anyone, but I think to myself, like, like, how bad do you want what it is that you're going after? And, It's interesting because like, you know, in many situations, we are very conditioned and actually, no, I'm going to say this differently. In every single situation, we are conditioned so specifically to react or respond in a very particular way that anything outside of that, we're not comfortable with. And the mind is going to question that. And it's almost as if you're overriding the mind and the conditioning and what it is that you're used to, to just throw yourself into a position of your highest version. And you will adapt. It will be weird because you're not used to it. And you're going to have to carry with yourself a sense of humility because basically what the mind is doing is putting who you've been on a pedestal and saying, nope, that's not acceptable to this idea of myself. And, um, you know, therefore I just can't follow through with that action. But that's the conditioned way of thinking. Like, it's not the actual way of who, like, you can be anybody that you want to be. You can be anything you want to be. It's just that the mind and behavior has been conditioned over time into being such a specific way that, um, you know, it kind of like, it kind of holds you to that. And you've basically got to, you know, have the ability to step outside of that and be like, well, if who I am is actually the awareness behind all of that, and I can choose to be whoever I want to be in every situation, then what's really stopping me in the long run, right? So, like, if there's anyone who's looking to create lasting change in their life, but they want to do it at more rapid pace, this would definitely be the route to go. It's, without a doubt, the harder thing, because, you know, like, you could say, like, this is the ideal version of myself. I understand it's probably going to take me years on end. And I'm not saying that, like, even this method won't take you years on end. Like, honest, lasting change takes time. You've been conditioned for years on end. You need to, you know, decondition and recondition yourself, basically. So, if you want to see change in more of a... I guess, rapid pace, like I was saying before. It's hard for me to say that because I'm not trying to give you a quick fix. What I'm trying to do with this is trying to see, uh, trying to get you to see that, you know, you can be whoever it is that you want to be. And yes, it will be hard, but it is possible. And there's going to be a voice in your head giving you that red alert, red alert, this is not comfortable to me. And then you're going to override. (laughs) And you're just going to create who you really want to be through all of that. So, um, yeah, this actually does have something to do with what uh, we're going to be getting into in this episode. And it's interesting, too. Um, I was thinking about what to put an episode together about the other day. It was either while I was in the shower or just getting out of it, because I was thinking to myself, I need to come up with a you know idea for the episode. And um, all of a sudden, it just came to me. Like, I, I don't know if it was... No, it must have been. I think it was the quality of the question that I asked. It was like... I'd like to put together a quality episode. What am I going to put the episode on? Or, you know, what what am I going to uh, put the episode about together? That didn't even make sense. What am I going to... You know what I'm saying. <laughs> what is this episode going to be about? And so I came up with forming a healthy world perspective. And I think that this qualifies as a high level of importance because I think that... It's interesting. I think that I've talked a lot about um, how I used to be as a person in the past, five, ten years ago, even more. And, um, I think that it's relevant in terms of the way that I perceive the world and the way that I perceive myself. But now that we're talking about the world, I'm going to dive deeper into that. Um, yeah, so I faced a lot of challenges growing up and, um, that aside, I kind of cultivated a very negative, Uh, perspective of the world, which definitely, um, affected the way that I was able to operate in the world and the way that I was able to, you know, kind of like, just like be a person and, you know, connect with people. It made things very, I, I mean, I, obviously I take full responsibility for it because it was my own fault. Um, everything that I do is my fault. Um, but it really just Created issues regarding like my ability to connect with people just because of the way that I saw, you know, everything. It was kind of just like I draped a really dark mask over the world, um, and it was it was very dark. And it you know I'm obviously I, I lifted it up, I took it off. I was like, wow, that was that was bullshit all along. So <laughs> it, it it changed a lot of things, but um, a lot of people have um a twisted perspective of the world and they believe it to be true even though it's not I mean I don't want to say that it's not I don't want to say that it's true or that it's not true I think that the best way to to approach that part is that like you will always find what you're looking for like that's how like colorful this world is you will always find what you're looking for and depending on what you're looking for that is what will make your life what your life is. So it will always be that way. Um, But let's jump right in. So yes, forming a healthy world perspective. So there's both negative and positive, but what you focus on grows, right? Like that goes back to what I was saying before about this whole notion of like, you will literally find exactly what it is that you're looking for. Always. 100%. Because it's all out there. Um, every single day we wake up, we have a choice. We're either part of the problem or the solution. And you get to make that choice. You always have a choice. You know, like, I, I get it. I get it. Some people, I should say a lot of people, um, they live in a toxic, uh, hostile environment. And... um you know, it makes it a lot more challenging to wake up with a smile on their face. I get it. I have nothing but empathy for that. And, um, really, I think, I think that in this section, what I really want people to see is that they have the choice. And I think that that takes more so willpower, you know, like willpower to recognize that it's just bullshit. It's a belief system, you know? Um, and if you can step outside of that and recognize it for what it is and also recognize and realize that you have the ability to see it from a different, you know, perspective and you can choose to, you know, be positive rather than be negative, then it could change everything for you. Even if your entire environment is negative, you know, it, it's, it's not easy to step outside of the, you know, the collective energy, but it's possible, um it's also important to understand what negativity stems from, you know, uh, unresolved personal and relational issues. This is huge. Um, I actually just put together a video about how, um, when someone comes to you with indecency and you've done nothing wrong to them, it has nothing to do with you. But that's the, that's part of the issues is that a lot of people, um, they kind of take that stuff and they put it on themselves unnecessarily because it's just not, you know, like, I think that whenever someone comes to someone else with negativity, the person who is on the receiving end, they see it and they just see negativity being thrown at them. And they kind of like, I feel like they just neglect to think about like, what's actually going on here? And if they were to do that, they would see, oh, you know, if I had this conversation with this person, then, you know, I would just see that they're coming from a place of hurt. You know, they didn't resolve something from their past and they're projecting it onto me. Like, that's really what it is. I I believe that a greater portion of the negativity out there uh, stems from personal issues. You know, like maybe you experienced something when you were younger that um, created trauma in your life and that trauma went left, you know, unresolved you know, nothing, you didn't do anything about it, and so, therefore, it just kind of continues to persist, and when you're able to step back from that and realize that, like, oh, this, like, I didn't do anything wrong to this person, and this person's coming to me, projecting onto me their pain, their negativity, their hurt, all that stuff, and, you know, like, at that point, like, you can choose to come from a place of, like, you know, like, screw off, I don't need this, or, like, you know, uh compassion, empathy, understanding. And I think that if you go with the latter and just like, you know, be sincere and be open. Like the I really believe the you know, if you're looking to change the world, you just have to be the example that it is. Like it's same thing that Gandhi said, you know, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> it's 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 simple. And I think that a lot of people get caught up in the um, the the waves of negativity and they think that it has something to do with them meanwhile it doesn't you know maybe your coworker just had a really crappy day maybe they've got a really nasty family who projects their negativity onto them and they don't know what to do with it and they get overwhelmed so they just take that same negativity and you know put it on you and it's just it's it's so simple being able to see straight through to that and understanding that you know, that's what's going on. People everywhere are different, you know, like everyone's got something. Um, but the bottom line is you will always find what you're looking for. And I think that with that, it's so important to ask yourself, what am I looking for? Right? Like, I think that a lot of people don't ask themselves these kinds of quality questions enough because like you, you might just start off your day unconsciously. Like, You know, it's not even your business. Something's going on and, you know, you decide to tune into it and it was sad and it makes you sad and so therefore you carry that, you know, that low energy with you into the rest of your day. You know, you're affected by it and everything. And I'm I'm not saying not to be affected by things at all. That's not what I'm saying here. Um, I'm saying that this, this is all about awareness, you know. Um, Honestly, like, I, I really believe that this, um, not, not just, it's not just that I believe that this episode is about awareness. Really, I think that the two pillars of this episode are about awareness and conscious understanding. I think that those are the, the two, like, ideas, the two main ideas of this episode. Um, because especially in this, very beginning part here, you know, there's there's both negative and positive. Um, it's true, you know, a lot of people say the world is such a nasty place, the world is such a negative place. Well, you're saying that because you saw something on the news that projected that, right? And that exists, yes, but there's also really great things happening, you know, and I think that it's it's funny because I used to be the exact opposite way. Like I literally looked at only the negatives. I literally looked at only the negatives, only the negatives, and I remember my family coming to me being concerned, like like dude, why are you so negative? <laughs> it's it's so funny too because like now I'm the complete opposite. They're like, you're so positive, I love it. You know, like like you can make it through incredible, inc- incredibly difficult times, and it's all just it's all mindset. You know, you get tired of your own bullshit. You get tired of your own unhappiness. Like, it's, it's real. And that's what happened to me. I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> you know? So I recognize that there is both negative, like, all right. The idea that the world is filled with negativity is just simply not true. There is both dark and light. There is both positivity negativity and literally what you focus on grows. So think about it this way, right? So think about like something is going on on the news, right? And it's negative. The news does seem to be inclined more to negativity, um, which doesn't surprise me because I do believe that it's the whole part of, like, the conditioning aspect of our society and controlled thinking, you know, all that stuff. Um, But, like, if you are consuming that, you have a choice of how to be aware of that, understand it, respond to it, or react to it. And you're either going to be negative or positive about it. If you're negative about it, you're only going to add to the problem. If you're positive about it, you're going to recognize a solution And you're going to, yeah, basically you're, you're, you're going to recognize a path through, um, you know, because you're more conscious about it and you're going to be a part of the solution, which is awesome. And like, think about it, like on, on such a micro level, which ultimately turns into the macro at the highest point, you are one person, you have the choice how you're going to respond to that. And if you're an alchemist and you're just a badass. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, alchemists basically have the ability to turn something into anything. So it's like you can turn shit to shine. Um, but like if you're being thrown negativity, right? And you look at that and you choose, you know what? Okay, I'm going to do something better with this, right? And it's, it's, like, it's like someone who recognizes an issue And they say, how can I make this better? Like, that's also being part of the solution. But if you just look at that, if you, you know, if you recognize the negativity and you say, man, this world sucks, that is just simply not true. And that is honestly you becoming a part of the problem rather than a part of the solution. So on a micro level, we all have the ability to influence change in this world whether it's positive or negative you're either going to sit there and complain about the fact that you think you think you think notice how i said you think it's not real it's not true it's just what you think based on what you're seeing and the idea that you're projecting you think that the world is a negative hostile place because of what you're seeing and you think that that's all that there is out there because of what you're seeing you're seeing one thing, and you're generalizing it to the masses. And you're making the choice of being further negative about it. That adds to the problem. Now when you recognize something out there that's negative, and you try to look for the solution, you're a part of the solution. You see the difference? So on a micro level, we all have the ability to break this stuff down. That, this is why it's so important to think for yourself and question authority always think for yourself and question authority in terms of, what am I taking in? What is it doing to me? Why do I feel this way about it? Is it the end all be all? Is there anything that I can do about it? Like, it's so important to ask these questions, so unbelievably wildly important to ask these questions, because it's the difference between not doing anything about it, getting mad, thinking that the world sucks, and being the person who's, you know, a conscious thinker, understands that you know the way that he or she thinks affects the rest of the world because the way that they think is going to affect the way that they take action which is going to take into consideration um, everyone else's lives because we all affect each other and you're either going to do something good about it or you're just not going to and right there is where you have the ability to make honest change or not so yeah that's really basically the beginning of this you know recognizing that there's both negative and positive and what you focus on grows it would be unhealthy to think that there's only negative and that's all there's going to be and that you can't do anything to change any of it that's not healthy So it is healthy to recognize that, you know, there's both negative and positive and what you focus on grows and that you have the power to do things about it. It's 2020. We live in literally the greatest era ever to be alive in, and it's only going to get better. We have social media. We have the ability for me. I can go on to, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat, YouTube, uh, Facebook and post something wonderful and positively influence the world. Or I could do the same thing, but instead post something negative and negatively influence the world. You have the choice. And there's so much power in that. What was that one quote by Stan Lee? I think it was, with With great power comes great responsibility. But also the opposite is true. With great responsibility comes great power. Your ability to respond to situations is remarkably powerful and depending on how you choose to do it will make it what it is just remember that so moving forward in this episode um this is also wildly important and I can't stress this enough because of how important it is um I actually learned about this in I I wonder if it was the power of now by Eckhart Tolle one of the best books I've ever read in my entire life. Oh my goodness. If you're looking for serious spiritual transformation, yes, really good book. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart is a spiritual rock star. <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's an incredible influencer um, and teacher, of course. Um, but he, in, in that book, or somewhere that I read it, I was introduced to this idea, which is actually true, is that, you know, seeing people as doing the best they can with what they have and their level of awareness, it's so important to be able to do this because everyone is living based on what they have and know about themselves and the world around them, even if they are wrong. And because of this, I always encourage open-mindedness. I mean, like, honestly, like, who's to say that your way of life is correct, you know? Like, the way that we live here in America is vastly different from the way that people live in, you know, different parts of Asia and other world, you know, uh, other parts of the world. Um, Africa, um, Canada, you know, South America and everything. It's, It's very real and, like, continuing to deploy an open mind is so important because I mean, I, I just, I can't imagine not being open-minded, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it would be ridiculous to me, but um, I just want to break this down for a second. Seeing people as doing the best they can with what they have and their level of awareness. Let's step into the whole their level of awareness and what that means. So really what I'm trying to portray here with their level of awareness is very simple. We are all, every single one of us, is operating at a very specific level of awareness. You know, we might be less aware of our lives and less aware of the actions that we're taking and the way that they are affecting us and other people. And there are people that are more aware of themselves, their lives, other people, this and that. And I'm not trying to make this about, like, hierarchy, because that's not what I intend here. But it is important to understand that people who are more aware of these things are more likely to take better action, you know, think better thoughts, do better things. And, um, the way that this goes into forming a healthy world perspective is that a lot of people easily get mad at those that are not as aware because, of course it's easy to. If you're not as aware of your actions, your thoughts, the way that you treat yourself and others, you know, you're likely to not take into consideration, you know, better ways of approaching these things, right? Because if you're not even aware of it, it's really not a big deal to you. So even with that, there's going to become less quality with it. And... It's, I think that this is probably one of the most challenging aspects of this whole episode is to understand that not everyone is operating at the same level, level of awareness as you. So kind of like trying to deploy, you know, empathy, compassion, understanding. Most people would look at that and be like, well, no, why should I do that? This person is, you know, they're, they're less than me. No, it's not about that. It's that they're just operating at a different level of awareness in their own lives. And yes, it is affecting the way that they experience life, the way that they treat themselves, treat others, and all that stuff. But that doesn't mean that they're less than you. It doesn't at all. It just means that now that you're more aware... I gotta be careful here. (laughs) It just means that with the awareness that you've chosen to deploy, right? Like I said, I gotta be careful here. Um you can also come to the understanding that that's where they are and also help them to become more aware of their own thoughts, actions, behaviors, how it affects them and other people. I think I did pretty well there. (laughs) Um, truly my intention is not to like put anyone down in this or get anyone to think that they're less than anyone else, because I really believe that we're all on this journey in life to just like help people share ideas, share stories and stuff, and just create a better world. Um, And like, you know, I've gotten, I literally, I have an unbelievable, like, I don't even know where it came from, level of patience with people. Like, you know, patience, understanding, compassion, empathy, love, kindness, all these things. Like, I just, I, like, I've cultivated such a beautiful sense of this and it's really helped me to connect with people. Um, and when I see people that aren't as aware of their actions, you know, their, their thoughts, how they treat themselves and other people, you know, I, I try to, um, I try to get them to see the bigger picture as best as I can. And while most people would come from a place of thinking that they're better than other people, I guess that that's the unhealthy aspect of this episode and this section of the episode is, I think that like, I believe that it's unhealthy to see yourself as better than other people simply because you know maybe you're more aware than they are of you know your, your thoughts, your actions, how that affects you and other people and when you can step outside of that and understand that we're just here to learn and grow together and, like, you know, like, help each other and build a better world, you know, you can be aware of that and kind of, like, it's not just about, like, being aware of that and, like, guiding them through it, but also, like, coming from a place of non-judgment. There we go. Coming from a place of non-judgment is so important Um, because, like, it's what they're used to, you know, they grew up with it, and, like, that's why it's also important to understand that like you know who says that your way of life is correct right so like yeah this the whole aspect that I'm trying to get at in this section of the episode is judgment we have the tendency to you know judge people based on their way of life and like like you know who they are what they are how they are um how they are with themselves and other people and, like, it's kind of, like, judgment is on autopilot in our minds, it's just, like, it's kind of, like, incessant, it's just going off all the time, and if we can kind of, like, step away from that and understand that, like, let's just be open-minded about this and get to know each other better, like, that's where this, you know, this idea in this episode is coming from, that's how you form a healthy world perspective around, like, just recognizing that, like, you know, you, this person may have come from a different part of the world, but that doesn't mean that you can't connect, you know, just because you think that, you know, this and that about them, which is of course, you know, judgment, stepping away from that and just seeing the bigger picture that, you know, somehow like you guys can connect and there doesn't need to be, you know, greater than, less than, better than, less than it's, it's just all about like, like recognizing that like there's something to be learned. There's, there's a connection to be made. There's a, you know, community to be had. Like, it's, it's, it's very real stuff. And it's important to be able to come from that standpoint. Um, but always deploy open-mindedness. You can never go wrong with that. Like, like, think about it. Like, whenever someone shuts you out, it makes you feel terrible, right? Especially someone you care about. So, like, that's kind of like what judgment does. It shuts you out from further understanding that person. And when you do that, you kind of just, like, create a blockage and it stops any potential further connection so like just really allowing yourself to see that everyone really is doing the best they can with what they have you're not better than them you're not less than them you're just where you are they're just where they are and that's it it really changes everything because then it takes you off the pedestal it takes them off the low end and it kind of just brings you guys together and i really do believe that that's what it's all about that's what Like this whole aspect of kind of like, you know, unity is, um, and then that's the next aspect of this episode is understanding collective intelligence and how everyone affects each other. This is very, I think that this is getting into more of like the spiritual aspect of it. Um, but let's dive in anyway. (laughs) Every thought and action we partake in creates a ripple effect that influences the thoughts and behaviors of others. Something that happens over there um, affects what happens here. I guess you could like say that this is a similar idea behind what happened with COVID. You know, how one person, I, I honestly don't know exactly what happened to um, basically you know, spread this virus, but um, I heard rumors that someone ate a bat in China. And, um, that spread to other people, but that's not really what I'm trying to get at here, although it is because collectively we all affect each other on that level. One small thing that someone does could change the entire world. Um, the way that I like to put this into perspective is it's kind of like collective energy. What everyone is doing in an environment a greater portion of the people in the environment are likely to do it because that collective is more pro- that collective energy. You know that whatever is being um, had or what people are partaking in is so prominent that it's more of like a groupthink kind of thing. Um, I believe that Jordan Peterson actually discussed um, Nazi Germany and how this goes back to groupthink and like. He was basically saying, if we were alive back then, you know, we would have been Nazis. And of course, it's uncomfortable to think about because it's like, well, of course not. That's, that's evil action. You know, like that's, that's disgusting, inhumane, evil action. But like, this goes back into how we all affect each other on such a profound level in terms of the thoughts and actions that we partake in. Um, it goes back to, I think that peer pressure is like a small example of it. Influence, words and their power, you know, let's, let's start in the individual. Whenever you think about something and you're more inclined to it, you're more likely to take action to it. Whenever someone says something and you think of them a certain way and what they say is influencing you in a certain way you're going to probably take action more so because you don't want to feel alone. You probably want them to stop making you feel like you feel alone. And it just, it goes from there. And that's really, you know, um, but like, so the, the forming a healthy world perspective in this aspect is probably understanding how much your thoughts and actions affect yourself and other people. Um, and just being more conscious of that from, like, like, an understanding aspect of, like, like wow, I actually affect the rest of this world on such a profound level, even though, you know, I might just be an individual, and my thoughts and actions seem, you know, just close to me, and that's it. They really—they they, they might seem like that, but they're so much bigger than that, because they have the power to influence change and all of that, um— and here, that, that brings me into the next aspect of this episode. You have the ability to influence change in the world. And I think that a lot of people are disconnected from this fact, but it's actually very true. Um, I remember I remember walking through, I think it was Hollywood when I was in Los Angeles back in 2013. and I remember coming up to a it was like a plaque on the ground, and it had Will Smith's name um, like, scribbled into it with his finger or something like that, and the quote said, change the world, and it made me realize, like, like, wow, like, we have the ability to influence so much change in this world, but also, like, understand that it's not just about, like, influencing positive change, like, this is why I'm talking about, you know, forming a healthy world perspective, because the healthy aspect of it is I have the ability to influence positive change, you know, um, Maybe one person can't change everything, but everyone can change something. And that's very true. It's, it's important to understand your ability to influence from that honest standpoint. And um, what the world really is, a lot of people get confused by this. The world and the planet are two different things. The world is the collective, right? The collective of people. And the planet is the planet, Um, A lot of people associate the world with planet Earth, but really the world is the people and the collective intelligence. When people say it feels like the world is ending or going to end, it's really a reference to a phase in collective thinking and living. This is the evolution. This has always been super interesting to me because I remember when people were talking about, oh, 2020, it's the end of the world coming. And I got scared because I didn't really understand what it meant at the time. Um, this was probably back in, like, 2009 or something like that, uh, three years before it was gonna, you know, be happening, and it's interesting because I thought, oh my god, end of the world, this is terrifying, and back then I didn't know that the world was, you know, like, the collective intelligence of people, basically, or the collective people altogether, and, um, and now I realize that the end of the world really just means, you know. end of a phase in collective thinking and living and it's really interesting when you can come from that understanding because the world i mean don't get me wrong you know there's probably some point in the far the very far future where something will happen to the planet but like when we think of the world ending we should reframe our perspective and understand that the world is really just the collective intelligence you know in terms of thinking and living of people and that changes as things evolve. Um, phases die out, new ones come in. And that's how that works. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a cycle. You know, it, it, um, it continues to change. And when you can look at it from that standpoint, you get a, uh, a healthy world perspective. <laughs> I hope you gained a lot from this episode. I really enjoyed putting it together for you. And um, yeah thank you so much for showing up. I sincerely appreciate it. Love, light, and peace. Namaste.